Here we are. Here we go. Take one. Welcome to Real Women, Real Lives, where wit and wisdom collide. Seriously, who knew that French fries could be a catalyst for shifts of consciousness? It's just so clear to me in this moment how I get confused about it. And then we remember. How can we create a life that allows us to step into our work and our expression, just being who we are, but also funds our dreams? Yeah. What is my husband doing right now? Am I successful enough? But do you have faith that you're okay no matter what happens? Welcome, everybody. This is Barb. And this is Melissa. We're so glad you're here for the Real Women, Real Lives podcast. And today we're going to get into our imaginations. Melissa and I have been talking about how we're really exploring what it means to tap into and also just what a powerful, creative force imagination can be. We talked a few weeks ago about how imagination and insecurity can create pretty uncomfortable experiences inside ourselves. But today, we want to take that in the direction of creativity and wanting to experience new parts of ourselves requires that maybe we get into our imagination in a very different way. And so I'm going to turn it over to you, Melissa, to kick that off more. Thank you, Barb. Even as you say the word imagination, it just sounds fun. Like, Kids, they play imagination games. They make stuff up. And it's just a really fun space to be in. There's something really key that I think we need to look at. When we're in a space of imagination, things are possible. I'm going to give a specific example. A couple weeks ago, I was at a pharmaceutical company and I was speaking about bringing our whole person to work. And how I describe that is we obviously have our head our thinking, we have our heart, our feelings, we have our gut, our intuition, and then we have something called imagination. And the imagination is really where we get to play when we're thinking of creating something new. We played a game, which sounds strange, right? Because there were executives and they were like, you know, proper grownups. We played a game called I Wonder. So have you heard of this game before, Barb? I think so. Yes, but go ahead. (laughs) Okay. So we had a particular issue, and of course, it's complete confidentiality, so I'm not going to share any of that, but it was an issue around process. And we couldn't gather alignment. We couldn't get alignment on the process between the different functional areas. And this was a cross-functional meeting, and we needed to have alignment within the functional areas to get to very high performance. And this company does incredible work in the world and they they needed a little support. And so we got the grownups in the room and we played I Wonder. And they looked at me like I was crazy, of course, because who has time for I Wonder on a very serious pharmaceutical company? But as we started doing it, it was fascinating to see the energy shift in the room. And you know, we wrote down all of their wonderings, if you will. Then after the I wonder exercise, we kind of had them all over the room. And so people got to look around the room and then choose what potentially might form a solution. Guess what? They came up with several solutions from which they could choose. But as importantly as that, and we've talked about this before, the being is as important as the doing. 
And so when they were in the imagination, childlike, curious, wondering, their being shifted into a fun spot. And when we're in that feeling, that beingness, things are possible. And so as they were looking around the room at the possibilities, they were also having a lot more fun together. This company that does very serious things in the world and had, you know, issues like everyone does to improve, they use their imagination. And it was extremely powerful. I think it's such a great example because in businesses, we're trying to be innovative, we're trying to problem solve, and our minds, our brains will go to the files of what we've done before, what's worked before, what we've seen other people try, what we've read about. But often there's this whole resourcefulness that is in the realm of imagination. So I love that. I wonder if it's like as a way to open up your mind and get your creative juices looking in a whole new direction. I think it's so powerful. And, you know, I think about this because I know from kind of the personal effectiveness and people wanting to evolve and step into their leadership presence in a new way, or entrepreneurs want to try a new thing in their business or teach a whole new way, start a new position somewhere. When people don't have a frame of reference, it can feel like scary. And yet what you're really saying is that's the that's the objective. Yeah. No frame of reference, right? No, no. Let's step into and just the mind is designed to be creative, to offer up ideas. So if we can keep ourselves looking in that direction and keep coming back, it's like, what don't I know? Oh, what haven't I tried? And listen, I think one of the things that happens is we have these nudges and these ideas, but we're so quick to, you know, poo-poo them. We're so quick to say that won't work that we never give it the life that, you know, it could, where it could show us and take us a place we haven't known we could go. And that's what imagination does. And I, you know, putting in that realm with that group, I can see how it's like, oh, no, no, we're going to let, we're going to be unreasonable. We're going to look at something that even though we think it won't work. The piece I want to say to this too is that often when we want to step into something new as a business, as a leader, as a woman, a man, you know, all of that, it requires that we're drawing forth something that is not familiar, right? It is not familiar to us. So those new capacities get drawn out when we do what you're saying, when we're willing to go and give plenty of room and time and space to hang out there. Because that's the other thing. I get so sped up in my mind. I like one idea comes, I'm like, no, it won't work. And then I just stop, Mm. right? Versus just like, no, no, hang out there. What next, next, next? Yeah. You know, when we think there's a lot on the line, I believe that my thoughts, my head is the safest place for me to go. And when I've worked with people, when I ask them, which place are you spending the most time in your imagination, your thinking, your heart, your intuition, most people are spending most of their time in their thinking. And I love the way you spoke to it. They're computer files and they're hugely important and useful for things that we already know when the variables are all known. I want to say analytical thought, and I think that's hugely valuable in day-to-day life and especially in business. And if we're creating a new product or if we're coming up with an insanely cool creative idea, that ain't going to work. Yeah. (laughs) Ain't going to work. Yeah. So where do we go when we want to do those? 
And then on top of that, how do we create an environment so that we can? And we talk about the future of work a lot because I know you and I are both so interested in it. And I'm particularly interested in it because I love creativity. It's like a fun space for me. And we're seeing companies do new things in this space, starting to encourage imagination. You know, they even call it like imagination time or, you know, creative time where people get to go on a walk. They get to go to a museum. They get to do all different fun things that maybe in the past would have looked down upon as not productive time. And I think that it's a really good spot for people to continue looking in their imagination. Yeah. And I just, I just had a thought and it was brilliant (laughs) and I'm trying to see what it was. Oh, I know what it was. It was about when you were talking about the unfamiliar. So I've always had a corporate job. I know how to lead corporate companies. It's in my DNA almost, right? I know how to do it. And since I've started my consulting practice and coaching practice, this is new for me. And a lot of the times it's uncomfortable and unfamiliar. Almost every day, I think I just need to go back doing what I've always done. I love a lot of what I've done. And for today, that's not what I'm doing. So why not be in the unfamiliar and allow myself to play the I wonder game as opposed to going back to the computer files in my head of what I do know? And this is for anyone out there who's doing something new. I share this because I know for me, when I'm in the unfamiliar, my head gets very active in its thinking and it's looking for things that it does know because I'm uncomfortable. And what I'm saying to myself, as well as you, is that's a good sign. It's a really good sign to be uncomfortable because that's meaning that you're creating something new is coming forward, fresh, exciting. So allow myself and you to sit in the deliciousness of that. Lean into it. You know what I'm saying, Barb? I do. I do. I totally relate and resemble that remark. Yes. You know, that idea of leaning into what's not familiar, play with it, lean into your imagination. When it looks like we only have two options, that's your first clue that you're in a limited mind. Your first clue. There are more options. Now, we can argue for that, like, no, my company would never accept it. No, I don't have it within me. No, the money, you know, like there's all sorts of reasons why we can argue for the limited mind. But if you just look at it from a pure understanding that our minds are designed to be creative, that they're designed to help us problem solve, to see new, to see fresh, what it requires at times is for us to like hang in there, for to see when I start buying my thoughts about, yep, I only have A and B, that's it. That is to be a red flag now to say, oh, wait, I'm, I'm closing my mind. I'm not opening my mind, you know, and to see. And by the way, if you haven't done this much, you are cultivating something new inside yourself, even around this. Even this is new potentially, right? You know, because I can be really pragmatic and reasonable, as we've talked about before, to my detriment at times. I've had to learn and still learning to say, oh, wait, no, if I don't see a new way, 
It's just that I haven't seen it yet. It's not that a new way doesn't exist, right? If I haven't seen something that matches what I'd love to create and what I'm moving into, you know, then I just know it's a matter of time. It's not a matter of if. And so how, to your point, how do I ride out that uncomfortableness sometimes or my own impatience? I can be really impatient around this stuff and think it's urgent. And, you know, even today I was in a conversation with somebody that is a brand director and helps with brand strategy. And he shared a story about how he was working on something and they were, company was getting ready to be in a competition for, you know, one of those things, right? That creative agencies do at times, right? You know this. Sure. (laughs) And so- He said that his partner kept saying to him, have you worked on it yet? And he's like, well, yeah, I'm working on it. But he said what he was doing was like going for a hike. He was, you know, looking at the water. He was fiddling around his office. And it was like the day before it was due. And his partner's like, you don't seem committed to this at all. And he's like, oh, I'm very committed. And then at some point he sat down to do it. Because he knew, based on what we were talking, that to really have it be fresh and new, it was going to require that he, for him, in his way, have more space internally and externally. That he was going to have to let the usual ideas pass through and just wait to see what else might come. And then, you know, sure enough, they, I think, won that contest. And not that... I know, right? I I love that story. But his point wasn't to tell me that he won. His point was really how him trusting that and knowing that really has changed the way he and his partner move in their business now. I love that story. I do. And it's just the cherry on top that they did win, right? It's not about that. Yes, exactly. I also think it's important that that is the result. Yeah. Because it very well can be the result. You know, one of the thing that I've been talking to leaders recently about is creating space in their day, right? We get very caught up in the doing and great leaders have to spend time with space so that they can ideate, right? Visionaries come up with their visions and their imagination. Yeah. And if they're too into the day-to-day, they're not going to have time to do that. And that's why I'm seeing burnout with leaders. They're in the doing, doing, doing. And they need to recognize creating space in their day. And I've done it different ways, right? You can call it strategy time. You can call it visioning time. You can call it whatever you want, but make the time. It's important. Yeah. You know, we talk about one thing that I just wanted to say is, you know, we hear this word mindful a lot. Mindful. Well, there's a play on it, right? When our mind is full, ain't not much coming out of that, right? So creating the space so that we can be mindful. And for me, that just means present. Yeah. It just means that I have access to all my faculties of my imagination, head, heart, intuition. So just wanted to share that little note. (laughs) I love that. I love that. And, you know, I think there are other examples. It's like, you know, a client has to do a reorg, has a lot of really talented people. And she, though, is sitting with and letting, getting beyond the kind of normal first responses that her mind does. You know, she just in an intuitive level doesn't feel good about. It's not a solution that feels good. So rather than thinking she has to settle for that, we've been exploring with her imagination, like to give herself permission to imagine across the board, to just take the urgency out of, I have to decide today, right? Take the feeling of pressure out of the equation, right? She does have to decisions to make, but she doesn't have to show up to 
this imagination with that internal pressure. So giving herself the internal spaciousness, the freedom to be imagination and not shut it down too soon, she's had some really fresh thinking around people and opportunity and what to do. So again, it's as simple as that, or maybe you're trying to eat differently. Maybe you're trying to help your child think about schools in a new way, or, you know, there's all sorts of places every day where if we can lean into our imagination, cultivate that part of our mental capabilities, there's endless rewards for it. Yeah. As I'm hearing you, what comes to my mind for me, Barb, is slow down. Mm -hmm. That's what it comes to. And let me be very clear. I don't mean like slow down and do nothing. That's not what I mean at all. I have this term, slow down to go fast, actually, because if I'm slowing down, I'm picking things up that I normally wouldn't. I'm hearing the message beyond the words when someone is talking to me, right? People Mm -hmm. say things, but there's something underneath people's words. And if I'm slowing down, I'm going to pick something up that's going to be helpful for me. And when I slow down, I have an ability to see more of what's possible. When I'm sped up in my head, I have like, what are those blinders that they put on horses? Blinders. (laughs) Pretty sure they're called blinders. (laughs) When they put those blinders on the horses and they just run straight in one direction, that's how I get. Yeah. So it's like, okay, slow down so I can take the blinders off so I can like see around, you know, what's what's really going on here? What's available to me right now? I love that they're called blinders. That's amazing. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I could be wrong about that. Fact check, fact check. So everyone, I think the invitation this week is to live in your imagination. What would you add to that, Melissa? Oh, I just, when you say that, it just makes me feel so good. Imagination <laughs> is fun. Yeah. Let yourself have some fun. How's that? That sounds good. Have some fun and enjoy your imagination. And we so appreciate you being with us. We really, really do. If you're liking this or loving it, please give us a rating, write a review, send us an email. We would love to hear from you about what's on your mind, what's in your heart at Podcast at gmail.com. I'm very impressed with myself that I remembered that without looking because I actually slowed down. So yes, we appreciate you. And if there's someone that you think can benefit, please share this. It really helps us to get the word out and help us all be real, more real, real women, real lives. Sending lots of love. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.